Hello and welcome to the Writer's Help Desk. I am your host, CWD, and I'm so stoked to have you with me today uh, on this behind-the-scenes episode of the Writer's Help Desk. Um, and I'm t- talking to you about my brand new novel, uh, trying to take out all of my recording equipment. Um, and I'm talking to you today um, about my up-and-coming new novel, the first one in the series of what will be many, um, not a series, but a series, not a series of books, but a series of publications that I will publish, um, some of which are series and some of which are standalone novels. Um, this is a standalone novel for the time being with the potential to make it a series. Um, but I'm sitting here uh, very excited to talk to you about this novel, um, The Rose, a reality TV romance. It is uh, a long, long heart-fought journey to be sitting here with you holding the real thing, the pages. If you can hear the pages, can you hear those pages? I wonder if you can. Anyway, um, that's me getting very excited about my pages. Um, so I've got this sucker in my hands. Uh, it is a very nice looking edition, if I do so so myself. Uh, about 245 pages long. Um, there was a lot that I learned from writing this baby, um, but there's also uh, a lot of... Um, a lot of hard work, a lot of years. Um, I started writing this thing in 2015 um, and I'm sitting here uh, sort of at the precipice of 2023, um, really proud of my achievement and uh, really stunned to have it as a thing that looks like a book, walks like a book, talks like a book. Um, sitting here in my precious little hands. So um, what does it feel like to have this thing sitting in my hands? Well, um, it really is slightly surreal. Um, I've been through quite a lot uh, in my time uh, putting the words on the page from idea to first draft um, through revision to make the story better, through countless rounds of editing to make sure that all the words that end up on the page are the ones that I intended. Um, And even still, as I sit here with this proof copy in my hands, I have quite a number of little sticky notes um, on various pages with uh, things that I want to change before I finally publish this baby. Um, I must say, though, I'm really, uh, even though I have lots of sticky notes in lots of different colours to mean lots of different things, um, there are no real, like, drastic changes. There's no major flaws. Um, it Had I published this and not read it in hard copy um I would be okay with that obviously um I wanted to read it before everybody else 
I wanted to see what it looked like um, printed and the quality of the print. Um, and there's a whole slew of things that can be talked about um, in that regard, but I just wanted um, to talk to you a bit about how it feels and um, what the what the difference is and what the how I got to having a cover and some of the other things uh, involved that I'll just mention um, because there's a lot that goes into um, once you have your manuscript and you're pretty much ready to go uh, you need to get it formatted into a format that will go onto um, the publishing websites um, depending on where you're going to go uh, self-publish or um, traditional publish uh, or somewhere in between uh, you might choose to um, give your book to a publisher who will publish a book for you for a fee um, there's a whole bunch of ways that you can get published and have the hard copies in your hands um, and it just depends what's right for you in that respect. Um, but yeah, I really, um, it's it's quite a, um, something to have it in my hands. Um, and the biggest thing, the biggest challenge that I had, um, you got formatting um, and deciding on formatting, page formatting, uh, is you would think quite a straightforward thing but um the page formatting really isn't invi inviting um and reader experience so you've got to choose the right fonts and the right um layout to make sure that you uh, are giving the best reader experience is what i would call it um and then uh, apart from the formatting of the book, you've also got things to think about which are more like marketing things. I mean, it is a reader experience too, but um, definitely your blurb is a whole nother beast. Um, and there are numerous courses that will tell you how to write a, a wonderful blurb um, I wrote mine and there's a, quite a few cool Facebook groups that you can go on and get people's feedback on. Um, but that's all about the marketing side of things in terms of who, what, who is your audience and who you want to reach and, um, you know, uh, speaking to those people in particular and not, um, trying to speak to everyone. Uh, and then... The other thing that's quite um, poignant is the cover and choosing the cover. Um, obviously, the title is important, um, but the cover, really, um, I had a lot of drama with my cover. Um, I had an idea. Um, I uh, had someone, I tried my hand at it myself. I couldn't quite um, settle on something that I was happy with. Uh, I asked a friend of mine uh, offered to design a cover for me. Um, that was better, um, uh, but uh, not 
not my favourite. Um, I still wasn't really happy with it. Uh, we were having some trouble communicating exactly what, what I wanted. Um, and, uh, yeah, we couldn't quite get get there in terms of um, timing and uh, this person had a lot of other responsibilities. But I really appreciated that um, insight into seeing what somebody else could do with, like, my idea. And it gave me really um, good confidence to go and uh, hire somebody to do a cover for me. Um, I used a lovely, lovely person who will maybe tell you about in the future. Um, no, I really am impressed with my cover. Um, the cover designer that I used was amazing. She got my idea. She got the kind of vibe that I was trying to go for and brought something to the table that I definitely couldn't pull off on my own. And uh, it wasn't really that expensive and um, I am... Uh, uh, I think uh, I got more than my value for money. I also got um, the different versions. So I've got the ebook version, I've got the print version, which is obviously the one you need if you want to print out your book. And you need to know how many pages. And like, you actually have to have had your book formatted and like really finalized um, before you go and get a print book book cover done because they won't be able to do the spine for you until they know how thick your book is. Um, you also have to decide how big your book is, uh, if you're going to publish 6x9 or even publish uh, a, a different other size, depending on what um, genre you're publishing, uh, what the industry standards are at the time, what's popular, what's not, all of these kinds of things, and then it's down to personal preference. Um, the other thing that I had to choose uh, was whether to publish under my own name or publish under a pseudonym or pen name. Much easier to spell than pseudonym. Uh, and for me, I decided to publish under a pen name because, um, yeah, I, not that I don't want anybody to know who I am, I'm very comfortable with that. Um, but it just gives me the freedom to write other things um, and write in different genres if I want to. Uh, and that way I can keep my um, sort of romance type novels under one uh, pen name or, um, or not, as the case may be. But if I definitely publish it under my name, uh, there's no mistaking uh, who I am and... Uh, uh, it's just a personal preference, really, um, to to remain uh, not anonymous, but um, have s some privacy in a world where privacy is really like um, uh, invaluable commodity. Is something that I just chose to do. Um, not to say that I don't want to get to know anybody. Uh, I would love to get to know all my readers and fans and if I ever get a fan I'd be super stoked um and I'm not keeping it like a high 
high security secret. Um, just yeah, it's my that's my pet name. Um, so yeah, my pet name just for record is Zoe Shackleton, and the reason that I chose Zoe Shackleton, um, I'm a massive massive fan of Antarctica and explorers, uh, especially the early explorers and their bravery, their strength, their never give up attitude, but particularly Ernest Shackleton, who was the Antarctic explorer, uh, his ship ran aground and got stuck in amongst the ice. And um, it was by his leadership and um, perseverance and never give up attitude that his whole crew made it out of Antarctica when like the circumstances were really, really like not good. It was pretty much certain that people would die and his whole crew made it out of Antarctica in the middle of the winter and um, with no food, no water and no way to get out of this dire place. So that's why I've just always had a fascination with Antarctica. I actually made it there once to have a picnic with the penguins. It was a once-in-a-lifetime um, experience. But yeah, that's that's why I chose Shackleton and I just like the name Zoe. So that's why it's Zoe Shackleton. So if you are thinking about a pen name, yeah, have a good long think about that because it is quite a uh, decision and something, another thing you've got to choose um, before you can publish. Yeah, that's definitely one of the things that I learnt through this whole process uh, of trying to publish something is how many little steps there are to get done and to get done decently and right so that all of that hard work of working on your story and making sure that, you know, your punctuation is right and making sure that, you know, your character doesn't have blue eyes on page one and uh, green eyes on page uh, 50 all of those things aren't worth doing unless you do all of this other stuff at the end and make those decisions and really making those decisions quick enough that you don't lose momentum. And like I said in the previous episode, sometimes you get in your way a little bit. You try to be perfect about the choice of pen name or the blurb or the cover and I'm not saying that those things are not important because they really, really are. But sometimes you get in your own way because you are indecisive. Or especially if you're doing this for the first time on your own, uh, it's very overwhelming. It can be a lot. And sometimes you do need to give yourself a break and say, look, this is the first time that I'm doing this. I have to walk before I can run. And the biggest lesson that I learned is to not try and do it all on my own. Things that I'm good at, I can do fine, and things I'm not good at, there's really no point in me wasting my time to do it because in the end, yes, it might cost me a little bit of money to get that particular item done, but I know that it's going to be way better than I could ever do. And for me, in that this case it was the cover that really was the thing that I messed around with myself for ages. Let me 
give this to somebody else and see if they can come up with something better than I can. And lo and behold, they did. I will never look back on that and I will never try and design my own covers again because for, you know, a relatively small amount of money, and I'm not talking hundreds of dollars either, I'm talking, you know, very, very small amount of money. I've got a brilliant cover and way better than I could have ever designed and I had a really good experience with it. But as with everything, it's all a learning experience and when you're doing it for the first time, there's lots to learn. There is. There's just so much. So um, writing a book is not easy. Um, revising a book is not easy. Publishing a book is not easy. And marketing yourself is also not easy. So if you're doing this, good on you. If you are struggling through it, I'm here to help. That's why I'm here. It's the whole reason that I'm doing this podcast. It's the whole reason uh, that I started thinking about how to help other writers in my situation. I live in a very small country town. There were no writers when I started writing in this country town that I knew of. I had no one to talk to and I stumbled my way through writing my first book and then writing this book. And the more I I got in contact with other people, the more I learned, the more I spent time on improving my technique and those things. And even when I wasn't able to physically write, I was able to learn about writing. And that's given me a lot of skills that are, are here to help you. Um, so, yeah, I haven't done it all. Not not in the least, but I've done a lot. I'm just starting to market and I'm here to help you. So, aptly named, this is the Writer's Help Desk and this is CWD with the behind the scenes series of The Rose, a reality TV romance written by the one and only Zoe Shackleton, aka CWD. So yeah, if you have any questions about uh, behind the scenes of The Rose, The Rose itself, what it's about, if you want any gory details about the characters or anything like that, please shoot me an email send me a message. You can find me on Facebook at the Writer's Help Desk. You can also find me on the website at dustystories.com or look in the episode description and you can find out how to get in contact with me. There all the links to all the places. So thanks very much for listening. Let me know what you thought of this episode, this mini-series on The Rose. Until next time, this is CWD and the Writer's Help Desk. Signing out for now.